Hello and welcome to this, the fourth FilmHub NI podcast. I'm joined, as ever, by Sarah Gunsmith, Marketing and Audiences Officer for FilmHub Northern Ireland. Hello. And this month we're going to be exploring all things Cinemagic. The Cinemagic Film Festival for Young People starts very soon indeed. And we're delighted to be joined by Chris Shaw, Programmer of Cinemagic. Hello, Chris. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. Good to see you, Chris. Thanks for coming in. No problem. Um, well, uh, Cinemagic, as you know, is 29 years old this it year. It is, yeah. yes. So, big 30 next year. 30 next year, yes. Uh-huh. So, are you excited about the 29th? I'm very excited about mm-hmm. the 29th. We've lots and lots and lots of stuff coming up over October. And then... You know, when that's out of the way, then I think then we'll start concentrating the 30th year. But I, I'd oh, it never know. ends. It never ends. It really doesn't end, <laughs> right. um, okay. as you can probably see by my demeanor. Um, ah, you look fresh-faced. <laughs> good job this is a podcast. Yes, indeed. Um, yes. But, uh, no, it's interesting. I mean, Cinemagic, obviously, has been going for such a long time. But also... Uh, sort of the wider sense that it has a huge amount of partners and huge amount of funders and yeah. all those kind of things. I mean, do you um, uh, obviously... You know, that sort of support is extremely welcome. But one of the things with kids' film festivals is they work with a huge amount of partners like Interfilm, I suppose you're working with this time, are you? And, yes, we are. Yeah. We're working with um, Interfilm. Uh, Cinemagic itself, actually, we work with Interfilm throughout the year mm-hmm. in relation to Interfilm clubs. So mm-hmm. um, we have a really great partnership with Interfilm. They're coming to lots of our events, and we have some specific Interfilm events as well within the programme. So, right. um, And, of course, QFT. And of course, QFT, yeah, with QFT 50 celebrations in October as well. There's a number of events we've partnered up with, uh, just really to showcase both organisations. QFT is a big kind of like remit for young audiences as well. So we just kind of thought it was a natural fit. Mm -hmm. And the partnership's been going, I think, pretty much since Cinemagic Origins. So, um, no, it's always brilliant to work with QFT, yeah. Good, good. Um, one question I did have uh, ask, and a lot of people always ask this, is what's Cinemagic's mission statement? So I mean, you've been going for 29 years, the kind of yeah. the founding principles behind Cinemagic, are they, are they roughly the same or have they changed over time? They're roughly the same. I was kind of like um, thinking about this. I mean, I've been at Cinemagic, believe it or not, coming up to 15 years. My goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Long service medal. In so the post, I was yeah. trying to remember, I think kind of like the mission statement, or I've seen a lot of mission statements, <laughs> should I say, but um, I think the overriding one really is to educate and motivate young people through film and film-related activities, and but more so to inspire the next generation of cinema audiences. I know that sounds a bit like a soundbite, but it's, it, mm. it really is kind of like what we try to do. It's... Um, by introducing young people to independent world cinema at a young age, we just kind of think it's really important to ignite um, that love and passion for specialised cinema mm-hmm. um, at a time when, you know, that kind of like cliche that young people are sponges, but it really is true. Yeah. And it's kind of, if you can kind of get them into watching these kind of films at a young age, it, we really do believe that that leads on to a discerning cinema viewer right through childhood into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully then that will relate to cinema audiences and box office, yeah. you know, for the future of cinema audiences. So, you know, that is really kind of the crux of what, what we're trying to do. Well, that's a, it seems like a very reasonable mission statement and very laudable A very indeed. long one. <laughs> um, so what about the festival then? Does it open on Friday? 
It opens this week. Um, tomorrow night we have the world premiere of Cinemagic's oh. own production, oh. which is Grace and Goliath. So that kind of like kicks off the month really for Cinemagic activities. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday night we have the Northern Ireland premiere of the Warner Brothers movie Smallfoot. Oh, so right. it's their okay. new big animation. It so um, it does look lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got... Um, a couple of worried volunteers in the office at the minute. We've just got the costume characters for Smallfoot <laughs> in, and uh, right. so um, yeah, there's well, a lot of volunteers. What is Smallfoot about? For those of us who uh, don't know, I suppose. Well, it's about um, a yeti, uh-huh. or right, it's about okay. a yeti community. Oh, right. In which the roles are reversed, and the mm-hmm. yeti community don't quite believe in the human population. Seems reasonable. So it's a bit of a, a twist right. on the myth okay. of the yeti. Okay. So from a yeti point of view, it's a myth of the human. I right. think okay. I would say. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, but um, called the small feet because they have small feet. Small well, feet. small foot yeah. because they've oh. got small feet. Yeah. But, okay. uh, but um, yeah. yes, <laughs> it's um, but it is a really, really, really great movie. Mm-hmm. And that's seven p.m. this Friday at Movie House City Side. So. Right. And okay. are all the events at the Movie House, or are they all around the city? Or no, we're all around the city. This year, I mean, let me think. We're obviously QFT. We're at Cityside. We're at Dublin Road, Odin, Odyssey, The Strand, the Ulster Museum, Crescent Arts Centre, Ormo Baths, and No Alibis. That was a feat yeah, of memory there. Yeah. That was quite yeah. impressive there. Chris. And and we're also in a lot of schools because we do, we yeah, bring our program into a lot of you know the schools as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of spread out well. Hopefully okay. this time around. Yeah. But all details, of course, are on the website or in the program that's out yes, there. Yes, in dot uk and um, on all our social media platforms. All mm-hmm. the events are listed on, on Facebook and stuff like that. So. Okay. Um, if anyone's interested, please check all that out. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, Chris, just about um, programming for, for young people. Yeah. Um, obviously, we get a lot of programmers uh, in sure. uh, working with us and on the podcast and things like that. Is it, is it a particularly different thing for an adult to uh, program for young people in terms of, I don't know, I mean, it's, I'm sure this is a question you get asked, yeah. but, you know, is it, is it difficult to put yourself in the mindset and all that sort of thing? Yeah, it's difficult for me to watch CBBS and uh, <laughs> and like Nickelodeon yeah. every day, unfortunately. Um, so it is, yeah, obviously, an adult programming events for kids. You do have to kind of get the, the youth voice, mm-hmm. or, or you have to make uh, the platform to listen to young people to see exactly what they want. So that would be what we would do through our young consultants program, which is our young programmers initiative, mm-hmm. something what we would do every summer. So this year we had 80 young people uh, work with Cinemagic over the summer months. We would uh, show them a lot of the movies that we get sent screeners for. Mm-hmm. And uh, the young people would vote, judge, debate those films. They would talk to us about what workshops they'd like to see us program, what kind of areas they'd like us to look into to see if we can provide that content for them. So, And they would like things like as well, like program design as well, you know, mm-hmm. we would kind of like ask their opinions on how things should look, et cetera. So That's very it, interesting. It, it really is, you know, and here's another uh, one of those kind of like taglines, but it's, you know, it is a film festival for young people designed mm-hmm. by young people, mm-hmm. and it really is. So they do choose and they do program a large part of right. the festival so um, that's a very in, different approach you know I mean if yeah. you think of kind of all other film festivals would be very much not top down per se but they would be you know tend to be a vision of maybe even three or four people or something like that so actually to engage your audience like that is quite a radical way to go about it yeah thanks so and it's really great as well that we can kind of like sit down with them they can talk I mean like a lot of the young consultants would come to us um, 
you know, some of them would come to us maybe perhaps because their parents want them to do something over the summer while they're at work. <laughs> so, like, you know, they come in to <clears> us <throat> and they, they might hear it's a subtitle movie they're about to watch mm. and, you know, they might go, you know, they yeah, might, yeah, yeah, the look yeah. in their face might be like, you know, the can horror. I go back to school, please? Yeah. But, um, no, once they, you know, once that kind of, like, bridge has been breached or, or overcome in relation to watching a subtitled film, it is it is amazing the kind of, like, uh, responses you get from young people. I mean, it, that's kind of why you do it because mm-hmm. you know it is a bit of a hard sell, a world, yeah. world cinema for young people. But once they kind of get a taste of it, mm. their attitudes and opinions change straight away, and you know they come back and they come back and mm. uh, and, and you know the, not just the cinematic events, but they would go to then the QFT and watch their world cinema yep. programs. And then like once they get to an age, then they'll start to go to the Belfast Film Festival and other mm-hmm. festivals as mm-hmm. well to get this kind of content as well. So, so it leads on. Yeah, and it's great when you kind of see it with your own eyes because you kind of like realise that what you do really does kind of have the impact what you want it to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. So, it's, so it's really good. No, absolutely. Do they ever surprise you? Like when you're looking at the jury and you're showing them things and you think, oh, they're going to love this. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And the other way around as well. Yeah, because like, I mean, like, if I'm not at with the young consultants for a day and... But I've sent over a couple of the screeners for them to watch, and I'll be like thinking I know what they're going to say about mm-hmm. everything. But you never get it right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they come back and I go because at the end of the day, you know, they're films that I want into the program. But mm-hmm. it's a democracy. If they, if the majority don't want to end, it's not in. So something that I toes. really, really, really <laughs> want in that they, you know, I'll have to just put up with it. Really. Well, yeah. They would like so it, you know, it's a democracy in that respect. So mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. great. And mm-hmm. um, so, what are your highlights of this year's festival? Well, I've noted some down here because I thought I was going to forget them. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I say, tomorrow night we have the premiere of Grace and Goliath Cinemagic Zone production, which we're very excited about because um, it literally is a, a feature film made by young professionals from Belfast and from Northern Ireland. Um, Smallfoots on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a special... Um, uh, retrospective on Cartoon Saloon. This is one of our events that we're doing in partnership with QFT 50. So mm-hmm. we've managed to get the Holy Trinity from Cartoon Saloon up, Tom Burr, Laura Twomey and Paul Young. So really? we're really, really excited that they're going to come up for uh, Cartoon Saloon Day, I believe. Mm-hmm. Michael Steele at the QFT has kind of like dawned the 20th of October. So we're really mm-hmm. excited about that. And of course, um, the breadwinner, which is the third movie that mm-hmm. day from Cartoon Saloon, is this year's Mark Kermode Film Night pick. Brilliant. So right. again, you know, we're really, really excited to have Mark back, mm-hmm. I think, for the 13th year. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it would be something. Yeah, well, 12th, maybe? 12th, mm-hmm. 13th. Because I remember the cake on the 10th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, okay. we're really, really looking forward to Mark to come back. And he's actually coming back to do two events. We've got his... Um, uh, book tour event as well that's on Sunday right. night at yeah. the QFT mm-hmm. as well so that's The Breadwinner is an amazing film yeah and really really worth seeing I mean Cartoon Saloon obviously in terms of uh, Song of the Sea and uh, and the uh, Secret, of Kells. Secret of Kells you know are amazing but The Breadwinner is another level altogether yeah it's really um, amazing it's kind of mm. like um, just in relation to kind of how they tell stories and their animation in general mm-hmm. it's um, really really kind of caught the animation world's yeah. attention you know they've been so successful and mm. um, and I think you know with the stuff that they've coming up in the future as well it's just going to keep going I think yeah 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 no it seems yeah. to be anyway the Wolf series is next and I think that that seems to be yeah the... Wolf Walkers is next mm. and then um, I think they've lots of other um, great things in the pipeline mm-hmm. um, Mark Mullery another uh, member of the Cartoon Saloon team is coming up to do a 
workshop as well on mm. the 20th. So he has got um, lots of VT of the stuff they're working on at the mm. minute. So again, um, if anyone want, any young animators out there want to get involved in that workshop, it's on the 20th of um, October and that's been sold through the QFT website so you need to check out Okay. That. And uh, what else in terms of world cinema Chris? Yeah um, we have a movie from Canada called Cross My Heart um, it's uh, it's a French Canadian production it uh, takes place in the QFT it's Sunday afternoon uh, and it's a brilliant movie about the um, the 70s uh, uprising in Quebec Really? Uh, yeah it's a really wow. really really um Powerful yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, dra- dramatization. Is that animated or is it live? No, action? it's a live action. Oh, right, okay. Movie. Yeah. It's got a great um, child cast. Uh, That's and, very interesting because uh, it's not a subject, well, that anyone will know about here yeah. at all. But it, is, but it is fascinating. I mean, I've lived in Quebec, so I, I kind of know a bit about it. But yeah. itself, but it is uh, that. That's a fascinating thing to yeah, choose, it, even a Canadian film which is a very risk-taking you know that's quite a yeah risk. it's it's a it's a great movie it's one of those kind of like uh i mean lots of kind of filmmakers do it if, if they're trying to tell a story from a child's perspective mm. it's um but it's really interesting to kind of like this just so happens to be kind of 70s um quebec but mm. these kind of stories told through the eyes of young people and their perspective might not be on the actual politics of the time but it's usually a, a domestic thing mm in the forefront or in the background of mm. this kind of political thing. So it's, mm. it's a lovely, lovely story and uh, definitely one that I'd recommend. Sounds like a cracker. Excellent. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you very much, Chris. The, um, the other question I just wanted to ask you about was, you can maybe cut that bit out there. Yeah. I'll just go straight into one of the things that Cinemagic is best known for, Chris, is the, the, the sense of skills development. Yeah. Um, and there's a huge amount of the program that is given over to animation workshops that you mentioned and things like that. Is that very important to, to the overall sort of idea is to kind of, uh, you talked about empowering audiences, but yeah. actually empowering producers as well, makers of films? Um, I definitely think so. Um, not to hurt back to it, but yeah, 15 years at Cinemagic. But, w- but when <laughs> I did start... Um, it wasn't so much the skills development that we were the kind of product that we were putting out there. Um, it was it was more the exhibition kind of side of things. I think there was that kind of air around of if you're from Northern Ireland and you live here, the opportunity. You know, a lot of people kind of didn't want to give. I don't mean false hope, but you know, yeah, your no, careers, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some young people might have gone to their careers teacher to say, "I want to get involved in movies," mm-hmm. and they would have been. I don't mean slap, <laughs> literally slapped down, but <laughs> exactly. their idea would have may- maybe been slapped uh-huh. down. But like, fast forward fifteen years, and the landscape is completely different. Like Northern Ireland, wow! Now the, the amount of film and TV productions going on here mm-hmm. is just kind of like absolutely amazing and Mm -hmm. legitimately now young people in school coming out of school have a real opportunity to get involved Mm -hmm. in filmmaking so you know we like to think as a progressive organization for young people in film that we're duty bound to kind of like develop our program to provide opportunities for young people to get just a small taster of different kind of fields Mm -hmm. of the film industry not necessarily always directing writing acting but it's you know skills-based disciplines this year we have a lot of craft-based stuff yeah i noticed that like sci-fi stuff and yeah um, kind of like makeup costume making Mm. uh prosthetics so i mean any kind of craft can be adapted to film and we've got film studios in belfast Mm. now so i mean Mm. the opportunities are there so yeah we really want to kind of like help develop that and you know continue to kind of like provide those opportunities Mm. i have to say it does work i think to getting your foot in the door with some of these events and stuff i remember 
Chris, when I worked with you, would have been 12, 13 years ago. And I remember a young man coming in to some of the events saying, I'm going to win an Oscar one day. I'm going to win an Oscar. Oh, guess and it was, it was Michael Lennox <laughs> who, you know, fast forward has been yeah. nominated for an Oscar in the director of Derry Girl. So. Is he disappointed that he didn't win it? Because he said he was going to win it, and I like. Well, I didn't well, ask him. I I should, you know what I mean? I think somebody, somebody should ask him. He'll probably say he's not, but he is. No, uh, of course. <laughs> Next time, I mean, he's, he's a young man. He's got time, yeah. time well, to do it. But I mean, it shows yeah. it does work. It's obviously. I mean, we now have a film industry in Northern Ireland, but it is it is interesting that this, you know, going to see cinema is the, is the way that you first engage with the film yeah. industry. And then slowly over time, you realise, you know, I think the, the cinematic approach of a sort of you know, exhibition being paired with production and that it's not siloed off into one thing or the other, yeah. um, I think is a great way of doing it because it does mean, you know, you're, you're seeing films and then you're working out how to do it. I know when I was a school, if I could have made a prosthetic arm, I would have been some kind of hero, <laughs> you know? I agree. I would have as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I can imagine the, the fun you could have yeah, had at school. I can. Oh, brilliant fun. Brilliant <laughs> like exploding heads and chemistry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scanners. Yep, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> So you mentioned there Mark Kermode and he's been over for 12, 13 years now. Yes. And he is a big fan of the festival. He's a big fan of the festival and uh, and as you did say, Sarah, we worked together 13 years we ago did. and I do believe that you were you organised Mark's first visit to Cinemagic. I, I did, yes. Yes, so like, <laughs> you know. Amazing. Amazing. No, but like, yes, we're very... Uh, she never mentions that oh, does all she the not? time. No. no. <laughs> no, <we> <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are very much looking forward to... Uh, to Mark's visit again, you know, it's, it's, it is definitely one of the highlights of the festival. Um, his film night, you know, it is sold out mm. mm-hmm. as it tends to be very quickly every year. But um, very lucky to have the second night on Sunday the twenty first, in which there are some tickets still left. Um, that's um, the book tour. So mm. um, he, did, he spoke. Uh, Joan Parsons, who from KFT, was on the last uh, podcast talking about his sort of attitude towards film and is very open you know he, he has very high standards of what a film needs to be Yeah. but at the same time he's very open to the idea that audiences have so many different tastes think, and that yeah. you know a, a genre can have good films and bad films and it's not the genre that's the problem it's the it's the it's you know the quality of the film I think that's why he's such a great critic because um, he's very honest mm, as, a, as, as a film critic he's very honest he won't you know the kind of like specialised stuff that he loves mm. and then he'll turn around and say he's crying at Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, so, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the whole kind of, he is very honest and I think that's, and he's very relatable as well and I mm. think that's why kind of like, you know, his podcast and his reviews do so well. So. Yeah, well, excellent for a film festival. Well, Chris, thank you very much for thank your you. time no today. Thank um, you as well. When does the, uh, just remind us of the dates again of the, of the festival. Um, the public programme itself um, starts tomorrow so it's like the 2nd of October right, right through to the 28th but we do have sporadic events in November, so it's kind of like it's, <laughs> okay. it, it, it's a strange one. Like you just can't kind of, stop. Yeah, we just can't yeah. stop. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but well, do pick up a program where you can. Yeah. They're like in the usual outlets. So. Okay, and uh, and the and the website has all details as well. Well, look, um, thanks again, Chris. Uh, enjoy your month. Thank um, you. Good luck yeah, try all. to get some sleep. Oh, and, well, yeah. uh, and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Well, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, from Cinemagic, Sarah Gunsmith. What do we have coming up over the next couple of weeks from Film Hub members? Well, we've talked a bit about KFT50 and the Cinemagic stuff that's taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are another couple of things I wanted to mention which would be more related to the talks. Um, we spoke uh, to Joan on the last podcast about the full programme. 
um, about a lot of the films and stuff. But uh, on Sunday the 17th of, 7th of October, sorry, is Brian Henry Morton's A to Z of Belfast Cinema. It's a cracker. Um, which is really good fun. And it start, he starts off from 1910 with the Electric Picture Palace mm-hmm. then in York Street, right up to the movie house and the film, the cinemas we have now. And it's really good fun. It's, it's a lovely really thing. Good. Yep. It's we really had a, nice. It was a part of Cinema Day, was it? was it, part or? of the first ever Cinema Day. That's right. In fact, it ended that Cinema Day. And it was it a lovely indeed. sort of end of the day. So um, we would recommend that. That was a film hub top pick yep. KFC Ka-ching. 50 um, and on the 17th of October Scene in the Dark which is Ian Christie mm-hmm. who is a film and media historian will be talking about the neglected history of projection oh, in yes, dark Joe spaces and, yes that's right yeah. um, so that he, he um, graduated from Queen's mm-hmm. and was a past president of Europa Cinemas and teaches mm-hmm. in London so okay. that will be fascinating for anybody and that's about really. projection and that's about it's about projection and the technical side of right, okay. cinema and stuff so I think that will be, be really interesting mm-hmm. um, and as I say all the QFT50 stuff is on their website and some of it's on our website mm-hmm. you can listen to the podcast from last time um, our friends Banterflix have a few screenings coming up they always do busy people the very busy, busy people, people. Um, as part of their Dark Hedges programme at the Beanbag they've got Dog Soldiers on the 5th of October and Audition on the 12th of October which is so creepy um, oh mother <laughs> so they have that and they have loads of stuff coming up um, at the end of October no, as well just remind people where the Beanbag is just oh sorry the Beanbag cinema is in is it Exchange Street is it? I think it is Exchange Street West is it or something yeah, like that yeah. in the Cathedral Quarter it's basically the alleyway <laughs> down the back of the Duke of York yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Um, and it's a lovely little space with beanbags and lovely screening room and it's holds great. about 30, 40 people so mm-hmm. um, it's a good night out if you go there um, for Man of Film Club on the 10th of October have Jeune Femme I hope I said that right mm-hmm. which uh, is apparently about the French hot mess heroine that we've been long been waiting for hot mess heroin that's what well, it like says. the drug <laughs> oh heroin as in a lady yes oh right okay right fair enough I was slightly worried we were condoning druggies because we don't no no we're just we're <clears> condoning <throat> heroism oh right okay yes absolutely it's a fine thing um, so that that sounds good mm-hmm. and um, so next time we chat we'll probably have a load of Halloween related stuff because we're coming up to that time of Ghosts year and girls. all that sort of stuff but there's one thing I wanted to mention which is Portico, who mm-hmm. are a member of Film Hub and I are based in Portoferry. Yeah. And they are screening uh, Nosferatu, Nosferatu, which is a German horror film from 1922. Monster, monster. <laughs> with yep. a live improvised score. Really? Um, yeah, with, oh, okay. with an organ player down there. And uh, I wanted to mention, I remember studying this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to say the QFT and writing essays on it. Really? And it was so creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to dig them out because they're probably not very good essays, but um, that, that would be a good night out if you're mm-hmm. down that sort of area. Absolutely. Down by the sea. Yep. And the last thing, uh, Wanda, who mm-hmm. uh, are a feminist and moving image festival, have just announced their dates. And last year they had a really successful festival in May was it March April May and it was the My start of the year terrible, last year. But yes, I think I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but this year they are hosting their festival from the first to the fourth of November. Um, so we'll chat to them maybe mm-hmm. in the next podcast about their kind of ideas and their screenings for that. So that one looks really good. So that it's a pretty healthy month. Great stuff. Thank you very much, Sarah. Uh, well, thank you once again for joining us here for this Film Hub NI podcast. It's been a great crack as ever, all of the full of the crack. Uh, KFT 50, don't miss things. Cinemagic coming up. Foil Film Festivals the month after that. I mean, it just never, never stops. It never as stops. As far as I can, can work out. Find all the information on our website, uh, filmhubni.org. Filmhubni.org. Um, well, thank you very much, Sarah. Thanks as ever to Stephen, our glamorous producer. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Mm-hmm.